are indeed listening to Real Presence Live, coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth, Minnesota, St. James Catholic Church's gathering space. My name is Father Richard Kunz, and I am here along with my co-host, Father Ryan Moravitz. Father Ryan, this has been a good show so far. Yeah, good show. Lots of good conversations. Yeah, yeah the conversation. Or things the, going on. The or... comment I made at the beginning that this would be exciting if you botched things up. Now that's happened. We haven't you, botched up yet. No, we've be got, careful. I know, it's been pretty smooth be so far. So uh, <laughs> just... What, what do I? What do I use that term? Chumming right along is that the word I yeah, use? Chumming right yeah. along okay. is your Ch- phrase. Yeah. Chumming, chumming right along. Right along. We have uh, along with us here in the studio is Paul Seaver. Paul is a diaconate candidate for the diocese of Duluth, permanent diaconate candidate who will be ordained shortly. Paul, welcome to the show. Thank you. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, so I was raised uh, right here in Duluth. Uh, I went to high school at Cathedral, what is now Marshall. Um, from there, I went to UMD and got a bachelor's degree and wanted to go into law enforcement. Uh, I started at the federal prison camp right after it opened. Uh, and then I was um, was looking for something more and was offered a job in Madison, Wisconsin with the uh, U.S. Marshal Service. So I moved down there. And my wife, Beth, who's also from Duluth, um, we were down there for 25 years. Well, I retired and we moved home. How long ago was that that you moved home? 2013. Okay. Um, Paul, so you'll soon be serving the church in a new way. Uh, what is it? <laughs> well, I, I kind of already spoiled that one a little bit, Father Ryan. But yeah. go ahead, Paul. Answer. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'm scheduled to be ordained this coming Sunday, the 24th on Christ the King Sunday. So um, it's getting pretty close, yeah. although I'm not there yet. So, But uh, you essentially you are. I mean, it's it's pretty exciting, huh? It's pretty. It's very exciting, yes. When did you first hear the Lord calling you to the diaconate? What, what was that like, and when was it? Well, to be honest, um, in my youth, I, I was raised Catholic. I, I The church was something, and, and my faith that just sort of drifted away. I was involved in sports and then in, in my work. And and um, and then um, God reached out in a significant way, and uh, it was through a cancer experience that uh, that I really recognized my mortality and, and turned back to the church in a big way. And, and so... Um, in those years I was down there, we would get home three or four times a year. And as I was going to Mass up here, I think the seeds were sown in my heart in from that Duluth diocesan vocation prayer. Um, it, it, that was something that always struck me, that um, that um, all people are called to uh, religious vocations. And so um, um, where it first hit me is uh, my wife and I got involved in a retreat mo- movement, and there was a... Um, permanent deacon that um, was a rector of that. And, and so he challenged all the men um, to uh, consider being um, or, or seek that call to, um, to, uh, to be ordained deacons. But, um, but then me personally, and, and after some encouragement, and that's really when, um, when I think I first um, realized that this is something that I should maybe look more deeply into. Thanks for listening to Real Presence Live. This is Father Richard Kunz along with Father Ryan Moravitz. We're talking to Paul Seaver about his upcoming ordination to the permanent diaconate here in the Diocese of Duluth. If there's, Paul, you probably had, you absolutely have had a lot of time to think about this as uh, you, the prep for uh, ordination here is quite long. And uh, what, what part of the ministry of diaconate are you most looking forward to? What's the thing that appeals to you the most at this point? I think service. Um, I think about my prior vocation. It was one of service. And um, um, as I came back to the church, I got involved in different service um, uh, aspects of the church. And um, and they um, 
um, they were very rewarding, and I guess that's that's kind of what I. Is there I an see. aspect though to so now like I mean the average the average person in the pew can do some service too. What aspect of diaconal ministry of services do you think is appealing to you? Um, Although you haven't done it yet, because I mean you haven't been ordained yet. But if as exactly. you're looking forward to it, well, um, assisting at the mass is um, is a big one. Um, but um, um, in my diaconal uh, formation, I was in um, I was involved in um, nursing home visits to the elderly, and um, uh, for instance, and um, and I just saw that um, there were a lot of people that had no or little human contact, other than you know the healthcare workers that served them, and so um, um, it was just. Um, um, Something that struck me that um, um, I guess um, I'm aware of um, chaplaincy in both at hospitals, but both, um, but also um, with police and firefighters. Um, being a you know retired law enforcement officer, I I, um, I feel a call to uh, to assist those because I know all the all the uh, dynamics that are involved in that occupation. So. So as you know, we're getting close to Sunday. I mean, it's only a number of days away. Is there any way in particular that you're preparing for your ordination day? Oh yes, um, uh, Thursday. Um, uh, I have a standing um, appointment, I guess you could say, um, uh, at the uh, Adoration Chapel at uh, the Holy Innocents Chapel at um, St. Mary Star of the Sea, and so. I'll spend my hour there on Thursday uh, before the Blessed Sacrament. Friday will be a fast day, and then um, Saturday or Sunday I'll I'll um, I'll get into the confessional, and um, and so the goal is to um, is just to um, empty um, myself of um, that which um, tears me down, and 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 be as open as I can to that to that grace um, on Sunday without uh, without any distractions or, or impurities, or as few as possible anyway. One of the things that, um, at least in, the, in my talking to guys that are approaching ordination, one of the things that maybe sets them a, a, a little bit of fear in them is the idea of preaching. I mean, that's obviously one of the charisms of diaconal ministry. And so what's in your mind in regards to preaching as you look forward to being ordained on Sunday? Well, in the... Um, I guess I've had experience uh, doing some public speaking. I'm not afraid of it. Um, in our uh, exercises in uh, third year, we um, we preach, and um, and so I was doing that on a monthly basis. Um, um, so I, I'm comfortable f- before the small group, and I guess we'll see what happens. But um, um, you know, I've I've sang. Um, in church choirs before and cantered and e- each of those times you know it's a stepping out of my comfort zone and and I'm sure many out there can relate but um, um, if if I think of myself and and the Lord um, and ultimately what this what I'm doing that it's is really uh, speaking to him and bringing uh, bringing the people to him um, and when I think about it that way and frame it um, I'm I'm usually okay. So, Paul, there's guys right now that are listening that are probably in the tractor or they're in the work truck or um, they're at the deer shack. Whatever the case may be right now, they're listening to us. 
and probably have been thinking about it, that, that thought of becoming a deacon is in their mind or in their heart or somebody's mentioned it to them. What would you say to those guys out there? Well, I'd say that um, as men, we're, we're, uh, whether we know it or not, we're called to lead our families uh, in the faith, our wives, our children. And, um, and it's, um, if you think about taking that next step, it's, it's leading our parish families and our um, families of faith to, um, to Christ as well. And so um, uh, there's a great spiritual war going on out there and the church needs um people to help shepherd those people to um to christ what would you say to them in terms of like getting over some of the fears or the thoughts like well i'm not worthy or i'm not you know i'm not good enough or whatever well and there's a thousand excuses out into the head of why not to step into the call yes well um i'm not worthy and um i don't think any um any human being is is worthy of this it's uh he doesn't call those those who are equipped he, he equips those who are called right. and so um so i come with um the the process will prepare you and the process is um um is full of joys and um and rewards in itself and and it's um it's a walk in in spiritual growth and um, um if i weren't ordained on sunday i've I've benefited greatly from this process. Why don't you explain a little bit about that process? I mean, what is the process to become a, a deacon? What's the education look like, the formation? Well, it's um, uh, here in the Diocese of Duluth, there's a two-year discernment process. Um, it's, um, it's meeting one day a month uh, with some reading, topical reading and discussion. Uh, after that two-year process, the, uh, the diocese discerns you, and you discern the, uh, the program. Uh, so you're either in, you're either invited to a formation or not. If you're invited, it's um, it's a gradual process that in, in inserts you into the various aspects of what diaconal ministry will will be and entail. Well, prayers for you, uh, Paul, as you prepare for this big day on Sunday. I know it's always a big day for the diocese of Duluth to have guys get ordained, or any diocese for that matter. And certainly our prayers with you. And so, thank you very much. Yep, uh, it'll be a great day for our diocese and for your family. Thank you. All right, well, thanks for being with us. Okay. See you Sunday, Paul. Right. Thank you. God bless. God bless. Well, um, after the break, we'll be talking to Sister Vicki Larson and her search and her journey and her vocation to the Presentation Sisters. That'll be after the break, Sister Vicki Larson. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 